Happy Brews Day Tuesday, everybody. My name is Caroline King, and you're listening to Bitch Beer. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for coming back. Wow. I don't know about y'all, but I am so excited that beer festivals are back. It's just been such an amazing time. I, y'all, I just like seeing my friends again. It's been amazing. I just, every time I go up to someone now, I'm like, I haven't seen you since before the plague. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's been fun getting to see everybody, but also making sure I check the code of conduct. From, for the festival before I attend it, making sure that they have a way for people to be safe. Hi, Wrigley. Wrigley's coming over. Don't knock my stuff over. <laughs> was recording another podcast, Pop and Sugar, with a friend of the podcast, Tanner Morrison. We've done like a couple of episodes, but Wrigley came up to me and was being so cute and so sweet and came up and jumped on my desk and took down my mic and all my cords, all my equipment, it was actually pretty hilarious. This is the second episode that we recorded. It's on Spotify. Um, shameless plug, but Wrigley is my dog. He's very cute and very fluffy. If you follow my, um, he's actually not very fluffy. I don't know why I said that. He's just very cute. He's just like short blonde hair, <laughs> but he's very cute. I love him so much. If you follow my Instagram, you'll see me post pictures of him all the time. So such a treat. <laughs> But yes, uh, last weekend, oh my gosh, went to Little Beer. I have to say, that's probably one of my favorite, favorite, favorite beer festivals. It's a great day. Um, Todd, who was on the podcast last week, uh, just an amazing guy, amazing person. And it was just a great experience. It was just a great festival. It was so much fun. The beers were incredible. The breweries that were there, that was just a list of everybody cool. That's, I mean, there's no way to put that. Like, you know, that everybody there, there is going to be good. Um, Todd handpicked all the, all the breweries that were there. So just his stamp of approval alone was really great. And they've already announced that they're coming back next year. Fuck. Yeah. I love little beer. I mean, if they have tickets for sale yet, just go ahead and get them. Why not? (laughs) But today's episode, I am so excited. Uh, We are talking about the Women's International Beer Summit, and that is coming up April 22nd through the 24th. So tickets are available now. You can get them at wcfa.beer, or you can go to my Instagram bio and click on the link there, and it'll take you. I've got a link there for tickets as well. But today I get to sit down uh, with Michelle Wonder and Melissa McCann. These are the two women behind the Women's International Beer Summit, also behind the Women's Craft Fermentation Alliance. Uh, They're amazing. I had never met them before. I'd only heard about them. So uh, pardon my fangirling. I couldn't help myself. Uh, They're amazing. Just getting to know their background in the industry and everything that they've done since coming in. Um, I feel like women, we just kind of get involved in the beer industry and we just we're like, fuck it, I'm staying. This is dope. So, uh, yeah, we definitely need more women like them and like people like yourselves, um, who are listening in the industry and, or just as supporters enjoying craft beer. Can't go wrong there. But yeah, it's a great, it's a great interview. So I hope you all like it. Cheers. Cheers. 
Awesome. Hello, ladies. How are y'all doing today? Doing great. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. I have Melissa McCann and Michelle Wonder here coming to us from where uh, actually we're both y'all based. Michelle's out of Portland, Oregon, and I'm from Sacramento, California. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I knew it was the Pacific time, but yeah, I forgot which uh, which area y'all were from. That's so cool. Well, mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking about this event we have coming up. Um, before we get started into what the event is, I'd love to talk to both of y'all about like your backgrounds and how you got started in beer. Melissa, do you want to get us started? Sure, sure. So I'm Melissa McCann, Sacramento, California. My journey with beer started probably about 10 years ago. Before that, I was uh, worked in behavior at a school district, uh, raised my family, and then um, things didn't work out so well. And then I went on my own way and discovered the beer world through a friend and ended up at one of the first Sacramento Beer Weeks ever. Oh, and wow. met all of the incredible brewers and people and volunteers in the beer scene in this area and immediately fell in love with the whole, the whole situation. It was the the most interesting thing I'd ever seen was these people that are in direct competition with each other and yet they're completely helping each other at the same time. And so it was really, really just, I was, I'm just so in, this is a family and I want to be a part of this family. And so I immediately started volunteering within the beer world uh, at events and that kind of thing. And then I ended up stewarding, like we were earlier talking about is uh, stewarding the beer events. And from there, a lot of the judges realized quite the, the palette that I had for beers. And so they they kind of took me under their wings and started teaching me. And I ended up with my BJCP certification. So, which was really awesome. And so there, yeah, from there I started doing even more events and I ended up director of the women's uh, women's international beer summit, but also uh, queen of beer, which is the oldest all female competition in the United States. So cool. Um, I know, I know it's like 27 years old now and I did that for three years and then we all know that we ended up with a pandemic and wasn't quite sure what we were going to do about that. And that's what led into what our, what we're doing now. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. And then with your background, especially in like behavioral, going into the beer industry, that's like a great, you know, (laughs) dealing with men in this industry. (laughs) Dealing with people in this industry. Yeah, very true. Don't want to just call out our men. We women have our problems too. (laughs) It helps with the relationships and, and learning how to work with different people in different situations. And sometimes there's a lot of stress involved and that's okay. We that's just awesome. Deal with it. No, that's mm-hmm. so great. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, talking about your background and everything. And then Michelle, talk to us about your background and how you got started in the beer world. Yeah, sure. Hey, thanks. Welcome uh, everybody. Glad to be here with you all again. Um, feel like we've been doing the round, so it's really fun to, to get to talk to a bunch of different audiences and all that good stuff. So I'm excited to meet all the beer bitches out there listening to this one um (laughs) my name is michelle wonder i live up in portland oregon um started out my days uh being born down in long beach california total socal kid um 
you know, uh, went to college at Cal State Long Beach, was actually an outdoor recreation and leisure studies major. Hell yeah, um, that that's is something so I haven't chill. talked about yet. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, man. There was not a lot of library time. <laughs> um, we literally had like a whole class was games. I was just telling my wife the other day, we had an ultimate Frisbee tournament that ran the entire course of the semester. And like, that was accredited class. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I was super into the outdoors and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then so after, and you know, I, that's when I became a beer drinker was in college, you know, so my beer drinking, uh, is definitely a longer part of my life than uh, my passion for exploring beer and beer education. Um, but you know, long beach days was definitely a reggae and red stripe. So I was really into the red stripe back then. Uh, after college, I moved overseas, um, and lived in Ireland for a year. Dope, I was just like, sure, so why not? Cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause they'll give you like a student visa for like up to six to 12 months after you're a student. What? So I was like, I'm going to go. Dude, yeah. I wish I would have known that. I had to marry a British dude for a few years. That sucked. <laughs> oh, I wish I would have learned that trade secret. This was much simpler. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So with your, cause I, yeah, I, I lived in, I lived in the UK for three years and, but I traveled all over Ireland. What part of Ireland were you in? Well, I landed in Dublin for sure. Nice. Uh, I wanted to live and work, you know, so um, had to get a job and all that. So I, I lived and worked in Dublin, uh, definitely in R6, Wrath of Mines, South Dublin. Um, worked down at a print shop down on Sir John Rogerson's Key, right around the corner from a little pub. Um, wow. We would go for pints before work. We would go for pints during work. We would go for pints after work. Like, so really. Is that like was, Guinness territory or Murphy's territory? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Murphy's is more in the Cork area. <laughs> That's where so I went to Cork after I had okay. been like all up in like northern and like mid-Ireland. And then I was like, oh, I'll have a Guinness. They're like, you're in Murphy's territory now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Dublin Brewers out of St. James Gate in Dublin there. Guinness, excuse me, and Murphy's is out of Cork. Yeah. For awesome. Sure. That is so cool. Um, but it was yeah, it was a really cool way for me to understand beer as community, you know, beer as identity, beer as social engagement and social glue. You know, people really rallied around that. And that was a cool thing. Um, came back stateside, went to Colorado, lived out there for about seven or eight years, was a huge fat tire lover. Ooh, um, you know, new Belgian fat tire when you're out, you know, mountain biking or day of skiing or whatever, like fat tire will do right. Um, then came back to Cali, went to photography school actually in Santa Barbara Ooh. for a couple of years. Yeah. A place called Brooks Institute of Photography. Um, really, really, really fun. So cool. Um, I've always been into creative stuff, but I'm not like, an artist, you know, where you can like paint or draw or, you know, write or stuff like that. I, I like the fact that you had a very, you know, photography similar to beer actually is a creative pursuit that is done within a very strict scientific framework. Right. Um, and that really spoke to me. Right. So I could pick up the camera, learn how to operate that and then really express myself through that. And that led me up to San Francisco and I lived up there being a pro photographer for about seven years and then on to Portland in 2013. Um, and that's where, you know, kind of the increased awareness of beer and learning deeper about it, you know, when uh, the menus have so much more information on them up here and they encourage you to learn what IBUs are and the different styles and everything. Um, and so in 2018, when I was looking to, to change careers, I was like, I think I'm going to do this beer thing and just dove in. So I'm a home brewer, very avid home brewer. 
a BJCP certified judge. I'm on the Cicerone wow. track. I'm, I, I passed the Cicerone certified Cicerone test during the Congrats. pandemic, but oh, the tastings yeah. have been hard to come by. So taking the tasting in July. So hopefully I'll get that under my belt. Um, and I'm just so stoked to be, to be part of the summit and to be able to get into the realm of beer education and bringing people together to, to talk and learn. That is so amazing. Gosh, y'all both have like such impressive histories in the beer industry. It's so great. And I'm so grateful that y'all are taking the time to be on the podcast today. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And so how Real did, pleasure. how did the two of you meet? It started with the summit That's when awesome. I created it. Um, so I'll, I'll start with that now is <laughs> with the summit was we are uh, friends of our friends of mine and I got together to talk about what we were going to do about this, the pandemic and not being able to hold competitions, because at that point it was like we weren't sure if we could or couldn't. So we came up with this idea to do some sort of summit and then it kind of snowballed into the Women's International Beer Summit. So then I had this fabulous idea but I needed a lot of help to pull it off. So I reached out to Jen Pollan, who's the director of uh, Shebrew up in Portland, Oregon. And I let her know what I wanted to do. And I asked if she had any people that we could, that would be interested in helping with something like that. And that's how I, I got the the fabulous Michelle. And, and then I also got Crystal uh, Gupta out of it. Uh, And then together with my friend, Vicki Olson here from Sacramento, we are the core team that puts together the women's international beer summit. So, wow, this is so incredible. And so the women's international beer summit, it's just, it's so cool. There's just so much involved with it. I'm looking at the schedule online and the, uh, website is WCFA.beer. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll include a link in my show notes and a link in my bio as well. Um, and so gosh, like, so middle of the pandemic, like thinking about things to do. So what was, how did you go about like thinking of a fully, because the the summit is completely virtual, correct? Yes, it still is. Because when we started the planning for this one, even it wasn't like, is it going to be open? Is it not going to be open? And so we just had to commit to being completely virtual again. I know, because who knows? We could be on the R. Kelly variant of of COVID. Who knows? (laughs) Hopefully not R. Kelly. Let's think of something better than that. (laughs) Right? I don't want to know what the side effects of that are. (laughs) (laughs) We are looking at 2023 already as to how we could possibly make it a hybrid uh, event where we do have uh, what we we were thinking of calling hubs where we have something all over the world where there's actually live events happening where people can gather and yet at the same time we have that international component so that we can still get the speakers that we do internationally so when we first started putting this all together for me it's always about bringing people together and connection and and creating that that community that's, it's, it's so important to me and, and people's stories are so important to me. And it's like, who are you and what do you do? Why do you do it? And we want, I want you to share that with everyone. And so it kind of started with my own little, for lack of better word, Rolodex of, of client, uh, clients and, and connections with just within the industry. And, and I would reach out to people and just say, Hey, this is what we're going to do. And I really want you to talk about what you do. And it's like, do you have anybody else that might be interested in doing something like this? And then they would send a personal introduction for me to them. And I would say, Hey, this is what we're doing. And we want you to be involved. And 
Nobody said no. <laughs> it was great. Who could say so, if somebody says no to this, they don't need to. Yeah. We don't need to be friends with them. <laughs> so, exactly. But well, we could try to convince them as well. So, and so it was just, just so much magic happened. And I was just so excited about what we were able to put together. And with a team like I had, I could focus on all of those connections and creating these sessions while I had Michelle doing all of the tech work and the media and the social media. And I had Crystal who's making the crowdcast work because good God forbid, don't ask me to do anything with that. It's like, oh no. No, it's like they figured that out with the first the first uh, summit that we did. It's like, don't ask her to push buttons. Just tell her to talk. That's all she has to do. That is, <laughs> and, that's sorry. so great. Cause I, sorry. that's kind of how I am too with like everything that, cause I run a bunch of film festivals and then I have mm-hmm. bitch beer. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you've got to assemble your team. So yeah. when you, yes. so going from idea to where the, uh, right. where the summit is now, how did you mm-hmm. all get together to form your team? Well, we just did it through zoom and That's then we awesome. just, see, cause I also have Vicki here in town. And so we would get together and then we could plot and plan and she would pick up the pieces where the, I needed to drop. And so she was amazing for that. That was just, I can't even tell you the godsend that was, cause there's just so many moving parts to this. And I just said, I was hurting cats the whole time I was hurting cats. You know, it was like, there's no chickens involved here. This is or ducks in a row. This is cats, you know? <laughs> and so, and I mean, and it's going on now, right now it's like, uh, uh, can you move my time? I'm like, uh, Three months ago, yes. Now I'm not so sure, but yeah. I'll look at it. I'll try. <laughs> oh my gosh! And, uh, yeah, and so it's like I'm I'm still knee deep in the in the sessions and making sure I have everything working for that. And now we've brought on a few other people. Like I have a speaker coordinator now that that handles making sure all the speakers are getting to Crystal. We have a speaker coordinator. Yeah, and getting the, her the information, like the headshots on the bios, that they're getting to Michelle. And, and it's just been so wonderful to have such a fabulous team that works so well together. That is awesome. That, it's so great to have that sort of team together. And then, so the different mm-hmm. sessions, how many different sessions are do you all have so far? Are you, st- are you still adding <sighs> sessions or are you guys like, nope, we're good, we've got enough? I think we're good as far as how many we have. Michelle says no more. <laughs> I, I know it's over 30, but I don't, is it? It's 35, I think. 35. That's great. Sessions. Okay. Yeah. And over 60 speakers involved is just, yeah, it's well, cause we, last year we had like what we called two different tracks running at the same time. And we realized that we had this open track going for that we really didn't need. So we ended up filling all three tracks this time. So and then we also, I, I, I'm going to say, I should have to say I, not we, <laughs> learned that when I was setting up the sessions, I wasn't giving enough time in between the sessions for, for the crowdcast team to, to handle what they needed to handle. And ah. so, <laughs> so this year there's much more the gaps in between the spaces and between the sessions. So there's a little bit more room to breathe a little bit. So, <laughs> so we've got that figured out. So. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, essentially, when we first started meeting as a team, you know, back in 2020, right. uh, Melissa had a really good core idea, you know, and she definitely had all the connections and was able to bring the speakers to the table, you know, but it was really the the core group that worked together to really create the way that it's shaped, right. um, how it functions, kind of what we like to prioritize. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we came up with our mission together and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it, honestly, it was 
constantly just changing and being elaborated as we went through the whole process. You know, it was definitely not like plan it all out, have it set and then go to action. It was running simultaneously where we were. Yes. Well, how about we add this? Well, we should think about doing this and maybe we could do it this way. And so it just kind of compounded on itself, especially right. in that first year. Constant um, and it was, going on. Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, it was pretty remarkable when it rolled out and, mm-hmm. you know, we you were all so desperate that, for, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say the other piece that we, we keep forgetting to mention is, is what we, we also looked at the database of uh, the brewers that were involved with both of these homebrew competitions. That's and we great. sent out a survey to all of them. And it's like, what do you want in something like this? Because I, we didn't want to create something that we wanted. We wanted it to be for people that would actually attend it. So we, we just put this whole survey together and we just waited till their responses came in and, and that's how we crafted it. So that's awesome. And so it just seems like there's such a huge variety of different sessions that you're going to have. What is, mm-hmm. what are like a few or, uh, what, what kind of sessions can we expect to see if, when we attend? There's so many different ones we have. I always want to have the technical sessions. So there's, um, so probably ought to talk about the interactive bonus boxes right now. The first 300 people who sign up are, are eligible to uh, get a, it's called an interactive bonus box mailed to them. And within those bonus boxes are um, like hops for the hop science talks that nice. we have. Nice. That is so we cool. Wanna, we want to make it as, as interactive as possible. So the same hops that the, the scientist is talking about, mm-hmm. those first 300 people will have those at home to be able to rub in their hands and smell what's going on. And there's going to be uh, Jesse Boussard from, Boussard from the Craft Malters Guild will be talking about malts and sensory with that. And there's malts in the box that have to do with that. And then there's yeast talks that uh, that we have yeast for in that box. And um, let me think what else. Uh, Five Star is going to be doing a talk on their their chemicals and, and the different wow. ways you can actually use them outside of brewing, which is kind of cool. That's really so cool. I, I know, right? And PBW so is magic in case people don't know. PBW yeah. is magic. So well, I, was, I didn't know until I went to the Pink Boots conference how many different uses there are besides brewing for this product. And um, Emily Lovato will be talking for Five Star and she just starts rattling off all these different things you could do. You could throw them in your washing machine and you can clean this and you could do that. And I'm like, hold on, I need to take some notes right here. And for, so, people, <laughs> for people who don't know what Five Star, uh, five star is, what is Five Star? Five Star is a chemical company out of Colorado and they create PBW, which is, um, what does PBW stand for? Powdered Brewery Wash. Gotcha. It's formulated for use in breweries. Yeah. Nice. Um, They also do a billion other chemicals that you see breweries using left and right, but their number one product that everyone's going to know is Star Sand, which is their sanitizing. Um, I mean, everyone's got that on hand that, you know, keeps all the buggies out. Home brewers use it. Add, you know, it's, it's the best thing in the world so we love five star yeah so on top of that we also have his history um people are going to talk about the history of beer in different uh, places around the world i mean michelle do you want to talk about um ireland yeah, we've talked about the Dr. Christina Wade one because it's just so cool sounding. Um, the name, she's such a fun person too. Uh, her, the name of her talk is A Goddess of Nun and a Druid Walk Into a Brewery. She's a uh, PhD <laughs> archaeologist awesome. historian. 
Yeah. And she's currently writing a book. Um, I think she's been on it for about four years now. And you hear she's like, I'm so ready for this to be over. Um, but she's writing a book on the history of Celtic brewing practices in medieval times. So, so cool. That is um, so, so cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So her talk is going to focus on her first chapter of her book, which goes over uh, St. Bridget, um, which I believe is this Celtic uh, medieval saint um, who's mentioned a lot in the uh, mythology and stories and for performed beer miracles and all this really cool thing. So she's going to be giving us a little bit of a lowdown on that as well. Um, but if you head over to the WCFA beer and you click in the WIBS 2022 and go to that schedule, you're going to see, we kind of organized the sessions you can kind of by different interests, you know? So if you want to see all the sessions that have to do with homebrewing, you can click on that and that's going to show that to you. If you're into like, you want to see all the breweries we're going to be highlighting folks that are talking from their breweries and what they do with their breweries. You can check that out. Um, if you're in the industry and you want to get some info on, you know, the business side of things, we've got those kind of, you know, gathered together. Um, all of our giveaway sessions, sessions that have international components, like it's pretty, pretty cool, you know, and with the international thing, I mean, we've got folks from like six or seven different countries. So cool. we already have attendees. Yeah. For tons of attendees from, of course, Australia, New Zealand, the UK, lots in South America, wow. Mexico, Canada, the U S um, Norway, Sweden, all kinds of cool stuff. It's yeah. awesome looking at this schedule. And uh, I already noticed two people who are my besties, Jen Price and Jen Blair from Atlanta. Yeah. Oh my gosh, way to represent Atlanta. <laughs> oh yeah, Jen Blair is going to be on like three sessions. She's so she's... generous with her, her time and her knowledge. So we're like, yeah, give us more, give us more. She's great. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Jen Price too, because she has Crafted for Action coming up here in a few weeks as well. Or actually she's a few know, weeks amazing. after y'all's one. That's going to be a great, yeah. that's going to yeah, be a great, yeah. great one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm stoked to see that coming together for them. Yeah, it's wonderful to see how many things people are doing so proactively to bring to bring awareness, to bring, you know, just people together and stuff like that. And, you know, we definitely have a lot of sessions focusing on diversity and issues within the industry this year. You know, the summit, we founded it last year very much on the desire to bring in women who are amazing at what they do and share what they do. And not so much have to focus on what it's like to be a woman in the industry because they get asked that so many times. Oh my gosh. We wanted to give them that space where they could just talk about what they love and what they're skilled at. I'm so Um, glad that you said that because that's, oh, sorry, I just cut you off. Um, No, you're fine. No, because like that was one of the first questions that I would ask people when I first started Bitch Beer. I was like, what's it like being a woman in beer? And then I like realized I was like, I don't like asking this question. This is so boring. Like I, I, you know, it was just a learning lesson, but it's like, no, we're just human beings in the beer industry. And, you know, let's talk about your experience as a human being in this industry. So yeah, I think that's a really cool point to bring up and something to highlight. Yeah. But this year we're definitely got, we have quite a few sessions that are going to focus on some of the issues that the industry is dealing with and some of the things we come up against um, as women in the industry and as people of color in the industry, you know, um, lots of underrepresented groups, you know, so we're really trying to elevate those voices and give them the space to um, share their experiences, um, hopefully, you know, share their skills, share their experiences, not just their traumas, you know, we want to want to hear everything from them. Uh, but we certainly didn't feel like we could sidestep step that this year you know we wanted to make sure the conversations continue 
Well, mm-hmm. and what I love about the conversations continuing is we hold everybody accountable, but also it, we can talk about how far we've come in the past year or, or, you know, there's, there, there are of course instances where we haven't come as far, but it's like, okay, let's check in. Let's, you know, as I was talking to y'all earlier, I'm doing a check-in episode for, you know, a year after, you know, just, Hey, let's check in with each other. How are we all doing? Like where, what, where can we improve? Where are we doing well? And just go from there. I think it's great to continue the conversation because it needs to always happen. Yeah, totally. Um, so as a result, this year we decided to, you know, we are, we've grown a little bit. Um, we have a little bit better budget this year. Nice. So we are able to uh, do some donations. Um, so for all ticket sales, uh, we are donating 5% to the Brave Voices Fund, nice. of course, which is through women, women of the Bevolution that helps support women who came out with stories about, you know, sexual aggression and predatory Love that. actions against them and giving them resources to either leave their toxic environment and try to find a new job or pursue, you know, lawsuits, et cetera. Um, and then 5% is going to go to another organization that's recently started. It's called Lifting Lucy. Um Ooh. They are amazing. Yes. It's these uh, three black women brewers. One of them, uh, I think now both of them, there's two that now live in Hawaii, but originally one was in Alaska, one was in Hawaii, one's in Jamaica. And they got together and created a nonprofit and they're fundraising to give BIWOC folks a hand up um, either to give them money to become a Pink Boots member or to attend a festival or to travel to a conference or, you know, take a BJCP judging class or just any kind of thing. They can come and say, I want to make a request to have you all support me in this. And it's just open to trying to get more BIWOC folks into the beer industry, into beer appreciation. Like it's, it's really, really cool. And they're going to be doing a full panel as well. Um, but then we're also donating to them directly. Yeah. That is so cool. I'm so glad you told me about them because I had not heard of lifting Lucy. So I'm going to, um, amazing. Uh, that would be awesome. After our interview, I'll, um, get y'all get their info from y'all so I can reach out to them because they would, I would love to have them on the podcast too. That'd be great. Yeah. We met them at the conference and just, it was in Charlotte this year, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they were just, Michelle and I were both present and we were just, we have to have them. We have to invite them and see if they'll show up for us. And they did. So that is so cool. That is awesome. It was was nice. How many people that we're going to have on the, on the summit that were out there, Um, you know, which is really cool to be able to meet a little face to face. Um, One of our other speakers, Tinu, a diver. She's awesome. She's a Southern documentary, black documentary filmmaker. That's awesome. And she's currently, yeah, she's currently in the process of uh, creating a documentary with her project. This belongs to us. And she is documenting black brewer history in the South primarily focused on women, both historical and current. Um, and so she was out actually doing some filming for the summit for her documentary and stuff. So it was cool to be able to meet her and she's going to be doing a full session as well and showing a little bit of clips of her film. That is so cool. I need to talk to her too, because, um, I have, um, I run, I run seven film festivals between Atlanta and Chicago. So I need to, I need to chat with her. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And this is exactly the way it is. We talked to one person 
Um, and then they bring up like two or three others and then we're like, we got to talk to them. And then it spirals into these other amazing folks doing this other amazing work. Yeah. Um, it's really, really cool, you know, to just get this web of connection across well, so and- many amazing people doing so many amazing things in the industry. I think that's great. And that's what I was just about to say too. Just like, it's so great that y'all are so connected with so many people and just so generous with your ability to connect everybody, because really that's how we, that's how we make our mark is by like help building each other up and promoting each other. So I I think that this, this summit is just vital to the way that we move forward in the industry. This is amazing. I'm so excited for the, for all of the panels, the schedule is outrageous. This is um, in the best way, of course. Um, and so, So when people purchase tickets, so how do they, how does it work? So you buy a ticket and then how does the event work from there? Yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about that. So yeah, you go to WCFA.beer, click the find tickets, and that'll give you a little, that'll take you to a space that kind of describes it a little bit. You know, it's a two-day digital online summit. It's hosted by the platform Crowdcast. Um, Some of you may be familiar with it. So when you click to purchase ticket, it's going to jump you over to Crowdcast. Um, you can, it's $50 currently for the full two days. Wow. That's also considering yeah. how much you get. Oh my gosh. That's, that's so cheap. <laughs> it's a really super reasonable. And that's what we wanted. We don't that's want awesome. anyone not able to extend, uh, based on financial need, you know, and we've also made it known that, Hey, hit us up. Um, we're given lots of, you know, scholarships and stuff. Um, Jen Blair also awesome. with her Hakate fund that she set up to, to shuttle, shuttle a portion of her money that she's making on her judging class uh, to fund folks to be able to go to the summit and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. She really, really is. What an amazing Mm -hmm. human. Um, Yeah. But so you just, you know, you put in your uh, email, they send you a link and you can set up a password if you want, or you can just keep using the email link to get in. um, And then you're registered. um, And then essentially you are able to log on at the time of the session or the summit uh, starting at 8am Pacific Standard Time, April 23rd. We're running April 23rd to the 24th. It's pretty much like 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, wall to wall. Lots of stuff running concurrently. Wow. Um, so you kind of got to pick and choose what you want to hit live, but you can jump around between the sessions. You're not dedicated to being in one. And there's not really channels or anything. It's literally just a little drop down in the top, and it'll show you all the sessions. You can just see what's running and just jump over. Mm-hmm. The coolest thing about Crowdcast is once you're done with the session and you hit complete it's immediately available for a replay it's just that, that was gonna quick. be my next question yeah. was it recorded yeah. that is so cool oh yeah. yeah oh yeah so you don't have to select like these are the only ones i'm gonna be able to see you literally are gonna have access to that for like another year you that can just log on whenever so cool. you want and catch up on a session you know what i mean and like last year we had it up until probably maybe a month ago and now we're moving all of those over to our youtube channels so if you go over to youtube and you check out women's craft fermentation alliance um, which is actually the umbrella nonprofit that we created to house the summit um, all of the wibs 2021 sessions are available um, so you can get you know, pumped and inspired to see some of those. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, we just want to get that info out there. We want to keep it behind pricey paywalls or anything like that. You know, we want people to be engaged and the chat feature super fun in crowdcast too. Um, we've all gotten used to chat features this year, you know, but yeah, last year at the summit, it was just flying. People were making connections and like, Oh, where are you? Oh, you're a homebrew. Let's get together, you know, and throwing out their Instagrams and emails and 
Yeah, yeah. So and another, connection happening. Another new thing that we're doing this year that actually the brew, which is out of LA, spawned the idea was we're doing watch mm. parties. And so we're really excited about being That's able to awesome. offer that. So that people can come together to watch it together as they want. If you're a group that's just at home, like a, a homebrew club meeting or just a group of, of people that want to watch it together, we're asking that you buy four tickets. And when you go to sign up, there is a, a, a box you can click to say that that's what you want to do. And then there's a little form to fill out and we'll get back to you to get you all set up. But we ask that you buy four tickets. And then what you do from there is you invite other people to join you if you'd like. And we're asking that you might consider uh, charging like a sliding scale for people that would show up. And we want you to donate that money to Lifting Lucy. I love so, that. That is such, oh, that is so thoughtful and also yeah. such a fun idea because you can just and get then, your girlfriends together either at your house or go exactly, to like, exactly. you know, that's really, really cool. I love that so much. And then we're also offering it as something that a brewery or another organization could offer. Oh my gosh, to, even better. That's awesome. And so, and what we're asking there is that they would commit to $200 and then charge a sliding scale for people to come and watch it at their brewery or their organization. And then once they've recouped their, their money that we ask that they, they donate the rest towards um, any other proceeds towards lifting Lucy. So that is awesome. I think that's mm -hmm. such a great idea. Well, I mean, this is just going to be so much fun. I I'm so excited to attend and watch everything. And it's just going to be an amazing, just an amazing weekend of, of learning and I'm just, thank you so much for creating this. This is great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Can I share one other little Please. thing about the summit? Yes. Yeah. What, cool. Yeah. Everything. Um, I would be remiss if we didn't mention our presenting sponsors, Grandfather, yes. and they are so generous with uh, all of the cool stuff that they've given us to give away. That is so uh, We've cool. already given away. Yeah. We already gave away a G30, which is their basic all-in-one brew system for five gallon batches over on Instagram. What? That is so cool. And we went so to this cool. really cool woman. Her name is all, or her, her business is called all sauced and uh, she's a black woman, I think in Ohio. And she has this like kind of little business she's starting up where she highlights how to use adult beverages of all sorts in food recipes and like has little tastings and stuff. So we were really stoked to see her win that. Um, we currently have an Instagram thing going on right now it'll probably be over by the time this airs but we're giving away a, a conical fermenter but at the grandfather homebrew panel we're giving away a gf40 and then all eligible or all paid recipients are going to be eligible to win a glycol chiller so if you're a home brewer you can get your hands on a grandfather glycol chiller which is unreal that's awesome we have a bunch of other scholarships a bunch of other giveaways we do. We do. check out the website check it all out you'll see everything that's on offer it's pretty remarkable it is and then like aha is giving away 50 memberships that we can um that we'll be able to give out um we have different authors that, that, uh, Tara Nuren's going to be speaking about her book. She'll be giving away books at the session. One of the really cool sessions too, that we have is, uh, we have the brewed up podcast who will be interviewing experimental brewing out of, uh, Oregon and which is our two OG guys that uh, do a whole podcast. Oh, yeah. They're so supportive of everything we do. That is so and cool. I love that. They so they'll be yeah. interviewing each other and then they'll also be giving away some books. And so there's a ton of giveaways that I'm just, I'm so excited to, to get into everyone's hands. So 
Yeah, and they're each going to record those like it's one of the it's their yeah. podcasts, you know, and then release them in their podcast feed. So that's awesome. That's going to be so much yeah. fun. Oh, I I am so hyped for this. This is going to be a blast. Is there anything else that we need to know about this event or anything and how to attend? Definitely get on our Instagram feed because there's a lot going on there. And then yeah, Women's International Beer Summit over on Instagram cool. um, for sure. Make sure you click to follow us and make us one of your favorites. You know, Instagram's got that new feed now where you can uh, favorite a page and then you can sort by all your favorites. So you're not going to miss anything, oh, um, which is kind of cool. You know, the, the algorithms, they just so lose you in the, you know, some of the things you're, you love so much, you don't get to see. So it'd be so like that. that sometimes really instagram new. is savage it, it does it really does you know <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I am so grateful for you uh, sharing your time with me today and talking about this summit. I am so excited to, uh, I, I'm just so excited to watch it. I just feel like I'm going to learn so much. So thank you so much. Thank you for having Absolutely. Me. Thank you. And of course we want to give you a couple of tickets to give away to, uh, yes. your, your, your fan base there. So oh however gosh. you want to, uh, Awesome. Figure out how to do a ticket giveaway. We got two for you, two for you to give away and one for you, of course. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. I, absolutely. Oh, I yeah. accept wholeheartedly. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I'd love to do a ticket giveaway. That'd be awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Amazing. They're just wonderful humans. And I just can't believe that they wanted to spend the time on the podcast. It's it's just so great. Such a huge privilege to be able to speak to women like this and speak to speak to all the amazing people that I get to get to talk to with this podcast. It's such a huge privilege. And this event is going to be amazing. Women's International Beer Summit, April 22nd through the 24th. You can get your tickets at wcfa.beer. Or of course, you can go through my Instagram bio, click the link there to buy your tickets or take your chances in the giveaway. Check my Instagram, um, tag a friend in the comments that you would want to bring with you to attend. It's a virtual conference. It's going to be an amazing, amazing time and you definitely don't want to miss it. Well, it's been a great episode. I've just loved being able to just chat with you all. Thank you all for sending me DMs and send me questions over email and anything. Check out the website. There's just so many different platforms that we can hang out. So tell me like what you like about the podcast, what you don't like. I mean, hey, I'm really sensitive. So please be nice. Uh, <laughs> I can't handle criticism. Not true. You can tell, tell me whatever you want. It's fine. I actually do get some really helpful tips from people. Um, because as you know, since we started, you know, Ashley used to be the co-host and oh, God, I miss her, her and Ben, uh, our former sound engineer, they're both in Portland and just living their best lives. And I'm so happy for them. Uh, but yeah, when I was on my own, it was hard to adjust and started editing myself. So when you go back to older episodes, when it was just me at the beginning, it was, it was a little rough there. So it was really good feedback that I got from everybody. Uh, <laughs> Cause the sound was terrible. Not going to apologize for, I mean, I will, I, you know, I'm sorry you had to go through that, but thank you for sticking through and staying to now. If you haven't heard those episodes, just go back and listen. There's still great episodes. It's just the sound quality is not to what I'm accustomed to now that I'm so experienced. <laughs> Anyways, no, thank you all so much for listening. This summit is going to be amazing. You don't want to miss it. And until next time, y'all, cheers.